Welcome to Strength Talk, the ultimate podcast catered to women embracing evidence-based fitness and mindful nutrition. I'm Coach Lauren, your guide to a holistic and sustainable approach to health. Say goodbye to restrictive diets, over-exercising, and unrealistic beauty standards. It's time to discover your true potential beyond aesthetics. Join us for science-backed advice, myth-busting, and empowering stories. This is Strength Talk, where femininity meets vitality. Welcome to Strength Talk. My name is Lauren Martin. I am your host. I am a certified personal trainer, strength and conditioning specialist, and mindful nutrition coach. In this very first episode of the podcast, I'm going to go over everything that you need to know about me and about this podcast, especially about season one. So inside this episode, I give you my fitness journey, which is kind of all over the place. I've done a little bit of everything over the last 10 years and um, throughout my life. And so I discuss all of those things and kind of where I'm at now. I touch on my current injury and what I'm doing to recover. I also am going over my credentials and why I am creating this podcast in the first place. And then I finally discuss season one of the podcast and what you can kind of expect. It is, I I really hate it, hate when, I really hate when uh, I don't know what I'm getting out of a podcast. So I've found a few podcasters who give this little like spiel about what the podcast is about at the beginning. And so I will be doing that as well as we go forward. So let's dive into episode zero. Welcome guys to season one, episode zero. I am a little bit nervous for this. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. It's taken me a long time to really finalize what I wanted to put in the podcast. Cause for me, the issue wasn't like, oh, I want to like start a podcast and like start making money, but I don't know what to talk about. I have too many things that I want to talk about and narrowing it down has been challenging. And getting it nailed down into a clear and concise way that makes sense has also been challenging. So um, it has taken me way too long to get this updated. But anyway, a couple of things uh, before I get started. A couple of things you need to know about me. Number one, I like coffee. I drink it black for no other reason other than I do enjoy coffee black. Second thing you need to know about me is that I like mushrooms. Okay, so I have mushrooms here. I made a crocheted mushroom back there. I'm sitting on a mushroom blanket. There's a mushroom uh, essential oil diffuser behind me. I also have mushroom magnets that one of my wonderful clients gave me. And then you can't see it, but on my dog's bed, there's a mushroom blanket behind me. So, um, oh, and you know, conveniently, I've got a mushroom notebook and a mushroom planner. Um, I like mushrooms. I don't like the taste of mushrooms, which is so weird, but I do enjoy them as a decor. And no, I'm not a recreational mushroom user because that's another thing that people like to assume. Anyway, so there's just two things that you're going to see, you know, coffee, possibly some wine and uh, mushrooms. So in today's episode, you if you watched the beginning, you know what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to start with my fitness journey from the very beginning. And then I'm also going to touch on my credentials and what kind of makes me qualified to talk about this stuff with you. And then I'll go over what you, you can expect from the podcast, where I'm 
where what goals I have and where I want to take it. And then um and then kind of an overview on what I have planned so far for season one. So we're gonna jump right in. I'm gonna be honest, I don't think I was close enough to the mic, so I've moved it closer. So hopefully this helps. If you see me looking down, it's because I have notes on my iPad that are in my face. So that's what I'm looking at. Anyway, all right. So my fitness journey is interesting. Um, It's not very traditional, I would say. Um, It's kind of been all all over the place. And I'm totally okay with that because that gives me experience in... I I have a, uh, a large breadth and depth of experience in fitness. So I started dancing when I was two. And I started playing basketball when I was five. Um, And I started cheerleading somewhere in there. I think at five, two, I'm not sure. But my main thing here is I've been in athletics my entire life. So my journey with athletics has been basketball, um, dance, cheerleading. I played basketball even in college, even um, I didn't play on a college team, but I did play recreational ball. I just didn't have it in me for a multitude of reasons to play for college. I could have, but I just didn't have it in me for some personal reasons. Anyway, um, once I graduated from college and moved to Richmond, um, which is where I currently live, Uh, Richmond, Virginia, I started playing some like casual like beer leagues. Uh, I played basketball. I played like some softball, wiffle ball situations. Um, I played uh, just some different stuff. And then I got into bodybuilding when I went through my fitness journey. I did bodybuilding. I also do powerlifting and I also primarily am an Olympic weightlifter. Okay. So those that's my journey with athletics. When I talk about my fitness journey, I kind of talk about them separately just because yes, my workouts consist of my athletic journey. And at the end of the day, I work out to be healthy, um, but my workouts are specific to Olympic weightlifting. Um, but I've kind of been all over the map as far as my fitness journey is concerned. So, um, so backtracking a little bit, I, uh, was always very skinny and very small. Um, I'm tall, I'm five, eight, but I have unusually long legs and a very short torso. So I have the legs of someone who's like six, two, but like a short, tiny little torso. So I, um, have really long legs. I was always very, very thin. Um, and while I was in college, I was also managing a retail business. And so I was always on my feet. I didn't eat a whole lot. And then when I got my first like big girl job in corporate, um, in 2013, I gained like 30 pounds in just a few months because I then started working a desk job and I was eating normally or eating relatively normally because I wasn't so busy at work that I would go hours without eating. So, um, so I gained quite a bit of weight 
felt really bad about myself physically and mentally. Um, and I started because my boyfriend, now husband at the time, was on his own athletic journey and his own nutritional journey, which was really inspiring for me. But I kind of wanted to discover all of that myself. So I actually started dabbling into fad diets, which was hindsight 2020, obviously not a great idea. I started with the special K diet. So I don't know if they still do this, but like on the back of the special K box was a diet plan and I would follow that and it was horrible. And then I dabbled into some Weight Watchers and then um, I dabbled into some other diets from some other influencers and magazines and things like that. Um, from 2013, from the end of 2013 until like 2014, 2015, um, when my husband, uh, started getting into personal training himself. And so he started studying for his personal trainer certification. I started studying myself to help him study so he could pass, um, and that kind of sparked my interest in this whole thing. So I helped him study. He passed. I started dabbling into research as far as nutrition is concerned um, because I knew that what I was doing was kind of, it was a little detrimental to my overall health and well-being. And I, I, I just, it didn't feel right. So uh, I kind of aired on the nutritional side of things. He kind of aired on the the training side of things. And together we created our first training program in 2017. So he got certified. He was doing some things on his own and I was studying nutritional things. And then we decided to put together our first program together and we started coaching people. I, during that time, I also got my personal training certification and really once we started coaching people, he realized that that wasn't for him. That wasn't his journey in life. And I realized that it was definitely my journey in life. So you can kind of say that like it was a full, full circle moment for both of us. I think it was a really exciting thing that like he led me to this. And had I not met him, like I wouldn't be here talking to you. Um, and I've never been happier in my career and what I do every day. And so um not that he was the only person. It was just tr- kind of a very organic way that I got into coaching. Now, I started dabbling into bodybuilding because I found um, ways to focus on my health and nutrition that weren't diets. And through that, I actually found bodybuilding, which is interesting because bodybuilding could be very toxic. Um, and it was for me by the time I quit. But um, I went in with good intentions of like building my body in like a healthy way, but like I was still focused on aesthetics and it, it got very out of hand. So I did bodybuilding from 2017 up until about 2020, um, 2020, 2021, like into 20, by 2020, I really had stopped working with my bodybuilding coach at the time. And then by 2022 or 2021, I basically, had stopped bodybuilding altogether. I was still dabbling in it a little bit, but pretty much I had stopped. So during that time, I was tracking macros, tracking every single thing that I ate. And I was so obsessive about it. I would bring food when I would go out to restaurants. I would um, 
it was affecting my mental health as well as my physical health. I became very manic. I was really struggling with anxiety for a long time. And during all of this, my mom had gotten diagnosed with cancer and type 2 diabetes. So as you can imagine, that exacerbated everything for me. I also didn't have a great support system as far as like how I was dealing with my mental health. And so it was a very challenging time, even though I was still coaching, trying to do the fitness thing. You know, I was still a very brand new, fresh coach. And I want—I don't want to say I didn't know what I was doing. I was just new. I was just new and I was just trying out the things and trying to do the things and try and create programs and stuff. And it was kind of a mess. So I quit uh, my corporate job actually in 2020 because I had been through bodybuilding. I realized that I was not in a good place. I discovered mindful nutrition and intuitive eating, and that was really working for me. I really enjoyed it. And then I also, like, during that time, I had just fallen out of love for fitness. Like, the pandemic did a number on me mentally, too. And, you know, I just, I knew there was something more for me rather than doing just this fitness thing on the side. I needed to take the plunge. So I I actually quit my very lucrative corporate career in human resources to go train at a gym which got me more experience with working with people, which I will never uh, take for granted. However, (laughs) uh, I worked in a very toxic gym environment and I did quit after two years because it was just very toxic. I found another gym that I could just rent the space, work with my clients, grow my business, and it was great and amazing. And so now I also made connections. I share a private uh, studio space with another trainer that's not a gym. Um, And I love doing that because I get to work with my clients on a a little bit more intimate basis. And um, while I don't have a ton of clients in person because I do primarily work with people online, I think a lot of times in-person training can... Uh, make you addicted to having someone take you through a workout, and that's a whole other thing. Um, but uh, I will talk about that on a podcast episode for sure. But I think that um, for my online clients, it's important for me to have in person and and vice versa. So, um, so that's pretty much my fitness journey in 2021. After I really had gotten burnout, I started taking classes at the gym and just doing different things. And I started to pick up the the barbell again. And if you know anything about the bodybuilding community, they don't use the barbell very often because it's not the most effective, most efficient, most optimal way to train for bodybuilding. Um, and I really missed it because at the beginning, beginning of my bodybuilding journey, I was actually doing what's called power building. So I was sprinkling in a little bit of power lifting plus bodybuilding. And I, my bodybuilding coach was actually also a power lifter, a pro power lifter. So I was doing both at the time. And then I kind of branched out into bodybuilding and then I went back to power lifting after that. So I did a power lifting program um, from 2021 into the beginning of 2022. In May, April, May of 2022, I then started Olympic weightlifting because I got a strength and conditioning certification in 2021. And I was like, wow, like I can write a synopsis on 
powerlifting. I understand it. I fully understand the ins and outs of it. I had a couple of clients do meets. Like I totally understand it. But Olympic lifting, I had no idea what that was about. And the other thing that you need to know about me is that I am a nerd. <laughs> so I um so I started Olympic weightlifting and I love it and I haven't looked back since. I still do powerlifting. I still dabble into power powerlifting. And other types of training. Like it's good for you to have muscle as an Olympic weightlifter. And so I do dabble into power, uh, body, bodybuilding and other types of training from time to time. Explosive strength plyometrics. Um, and a little bit of CrossFit style training as well. Uh, so that's where I'm at. Now, briefly, I did injure myself um, during a, an Olympic weightlifting training session. It wasn't technically the lift that caused the injury. I broke my wrist in two places and I'm currently recovering from that, um, which will definitely be an interesting recovery and I will keep you all posted on that. Um, but yes, so my it was actually my anatomy that caused the injury <laughs> and that's a whole long story. If you want me to go into that, definitely let me know on socials, but, um, but yes, it wasn't the actual lift itself that caused the injury it was me which is very on brand if you know me and know how clumsy i am so uh my credentials so i am on uh you can't see them but they're all over here in my office i am a certified personal trainer first and foremost i am on year i'm on year eight so um this my certified personal trainer certification doesn't expire until 2025, so I'll renew it again. Um, so I am on year eight for that, um, and that will make year nine, 2025. So um, I am also a strength and conditioning specialist. Um, so I have that certification as well over here. Uh, and then I'm also a certified nutrition coach focused around mindful nutrition, but I also have some special specialty certifications in. Um, plant-based diets, which I got because I know that a lot of people morally gravitate towards plant-based, which is totally fair, totally fine. And I wanted to make sure, even though I am not plant-based, that I am equipped to help those people. I am also uh, uh, the executive director of Lift PD, which is a nonprofit who uh, provides free exercise classes to those with Parkinson's disease. And so with that, um, I do work with some individuals one-on-one -on -one with Parkinson's and I also coach classes and run the nonprofit. Um, and I may talk about that on and off um, because we have some exciting things going on to help anyone from anywhere in the world. And I'm so excited about that. So if you do ha know someone, you have a loved one with Parkinson's, like, let me know and I can send you that information. But anyway, um, so through that, I've gotten a certification. I'm also an integrated balance and coordination specialist, as well as a um, integrated mobility and stretching specialist. So uh, those are my credentials. Pretty boring, but I do have quite a few of them because to renew personal training certifications, you do have to get continued education or you can have someone, depending on the certification you have, you can also like certify through like work experience. I don't agree with that. I don't even think that it should be a thing because in my opinion, I think we should always be expanding our knowledge. But anyway, I digress. 
So switching gears as to why I created this podcast in the first place, um, my primary reason is like when I search for uh, fitness podcasts, there there are some for sure, but there are not enough fitness and health podcasts that are geared to women that have nothing to do with fat loss and aesthetics. And that is irritating to me. Uh, there's literally not enough of them. When you search for fitness and health podcasts for women, all of these aesthetics pop up or it's men talking about how women can lose weight. And like, to be honest, like, no. Or they're bodybuilders and people who are very much in the aesthetics-based fitness world who talk and like, I'm going to be honest, like, I think that a lot of them know a lot, but they, they're talking from a standpoint of like, they focus only on aesthetics. And I don't think that that is healthy for the majority of women out there. Um, it is not healthy to have low body fat and we'll go into that. But um, I wanted to tailor this podcast to women seeking evidence-based. And when I talk about evidence, I mean that we have evidence that these things are proven, that these tips and this advice is proven to work. Um, evidence based advice and information regarding not just fitness, but your health and longevity and vitality as a woman. Fully believe in the power of strength training for women um, for not only their health, but also uh, their survival in a way, um, because strength training allows you to be less fragile and um, not in like a robust manly kind of way because that's not that's also a myth, but it makes you just more durable in that you're not gonna break easily um and you can stand your ground and hold your ground um and so what makes this podcast a little bit different than like any other podcast that that um is out there is that I want and my goal is to give you tangible takeaways from this podcast that you can actually go and apply in your life. I don't want to just talk at you for like 45 minutes to an hour. I want to give you like advice. Like if I I want to say like go do XYZ today or start doing this or here's a PDF for this. So that is my goal and my why for for this podcast. Um I'm going to talk about switch gears really quick um before we end and talk about what season 1 is going to look like. Um, so when I was thinking about what I wanted the first season of this podcast to look like, there are a few things that were non-negotiable for me. Number one, I wanted the free content to be structured in a way that makes sense and is digestible for anyone. And two, I wanted the paid content that I have or the subscriptions that you can get to be high quality and affordable. Now that is very difficult to do. I'm not going to lie. Like that is a big ask because this takes time. This takes a lot of time. And like, I don't, I can't just spend all my time on my podcast and not be making any income, right? So I have to be balancing those two out. So um, I've, I think I've found a good balance for now. There are things that I want to um, expand upon and grow upon. But for now, this is where we're at. Um, and that's my goal. Um, I'm not going to tell you things that you want to hear or that sound sexy or that is going to sell you something 
or I, I want to give you real honest advice, even if it's not the most attractive advice. Because at the end of the day, I'll, the vast majority of fitness advice out there is meant for you to either feel bad about yourself so that you pay for coaching or to manipulate you in some way so that you buy more things or continue to buy more things. Um, or it's like snapshot shit advice that can easily be taken out of context and does. And then women go and try and apply it. And it's just a big mess of crap. Okay. So I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm not going to like repeat things that no, we're not doing that. Um, so we're going to go everything from fitness, strength training to nutrition, mindful nutrition, intuitive eating, like those sorts of fundamentals and what you need to know in the beginning. I am someone who truly full on believes that we should have had nutritional like education in school. Um, just like like sex ed, I, I do think that we need nutritional education and we're not given that. So I'm going to go over that as well. Um, and then we're going to move on to more advanced topics like gut health, hormone health, strength sports, and, and athletics and those types of things. Um, and truthfully, those are advanced topics that people start their fitness journey trying to worry about those things when they really need the fundamentals. And so I'm going to go over the fundamentals first, um, which to be honest, when I was mapping out these, it was really good refresher for me. So even if you are not a beginner within fitness, I highly recommend listening to the fundamental episodes because they're going to help refresh your brain. It's always good to take it back to the basics and um, and really make sure that you have those down with anything in life, right? Um, to be honest, no one is above the basics and no one's above the fundamentals in fitness. Um, Truthfully, and if you think that you are, you probably need it the most. So anyway, I'm going to stop this podcast here because I don't want to go into like, I don't want to rant at you for too long. Um, so please, 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 a couple of things that I would very much appreciate. What Wherever you're listening or watching me on, if you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. I will, on my YouTube channel, that's going to be a really good place to subscribe to the podcast because I'm also going to be posting other things like vlogs and like informational stuff on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to me on like Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whatever, I would greatly appreciate it if number one, you would like it, like the podcast or subscribe somehow, What, which, uh, whatever pl way the platform asks of you. And then if you could please leave a review. It is so incredibly helpful for, to podcasts. You have no idea. Um, and then if you want more information on um, more advanced episodes and my subscription, that is going to be in the show notes or in the uh, description of the YouTube, YouTube video. So um, thank you so very much for listening or watching me today. I'm still, I got to get in the flow. I'm not in the flow yet, but um, I appreciate you so much for sticking around today and I look forward to uh, connecting with you in some way. So if you found me through one of these avenues, feel free to follow with me on social. Let me know that you came here from my podcast. I'd love to know where everybody's coming from. So uh, I hope you have a very great rest of your day and I will see you soon. Bye.